you're listening to Confidently She. Let's gently cleanse that internalized misogyny and equip you to handle what life brings your way. I'm Rebecca Biggie, and I'm here to help. Welcome to the show. All right. I'm Rebecca Biggie. This is Confidently She. Welcome. If you are new, welcome back. If you're a regular, if you're an OG, if you're an A1 since day one, been with me since 2017. If you have been, by the way, like drop me a DM on Instagram because I want to like thank you. Seriously. It's been, it's been a long journey. We've been through a lot of changes together, haven't we? Moved across the country, ended an engagement. It's been a ride, you know, wild ride, but I'm glad you're with me today. Before we get into this episode, I need to ask, how much water have you had today? You know you have to keep your body hydrated. That's like the number one weapon that you can use to keep yourself healthy, keep your mind right, and make sure that you're giving your body the basic things that it needs in order to show up for you fully every single day. So go get a full glass of water before we get started because you're going to want to be hydrated for this. Today we're talking about love languages and how to apply your love language to your relationship with your body. So if you don't know what your love language is, where have you been? For the past like three years, everyone has been talking about this. My mom actually asked us what our love languages were back in like the early 2000s. We were like young kids. And of course, all of us read through the options and we're like, "Mm, I think my love language is gift giving. So if you can just buy me stuff, that would be awesome. Thanks, mom. But (laughs) as we got older, we, you know, were less selfish and actually realized that it wasn't all about material possessions and acquiring as much stuff as you can. So we got more specific about what our love languages were. And for a long time, I thought that my number one love language was quality time and physical touch and closeness. And I think that's true. I like to say that I am fluent in all five love languages, Um, or at least I'm working towards it, right? So I know what mine are, and I've practiced these other love languages to get to a point where I can use any one of these love languages to express my feelings for someone or to show my feelings for someone or for myself, which I'll get to that myself part in a bit. But first, you have to understand what all the love languages are, which ones are yours. But since this is something that you should really know by now, I'm not going to go into a lot of details about it. You can get the book called The Five Love Languages. You can read all about it. You can take a test online, I'm sure. But the different love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch and closeness, quality time, gift giving, and acts of service. So those are the five love languages. So you have to figure out which ones are yours, okay? And a really easy way to do this, if if you're struggling to think like, well, I don't know, like, what is, what is my love language really? Um, Think about which one you like the most, but also think about which one hurts the most when you don't get it or when it's done in the wrong way, like the opposite. So for example, if you're really upset when someone criticizes you, 
then words of affirmation might be your love language because they're giving you the opposite of what would make you feel loved. And that hurts a lot more. Like some people, when they're criticized, like they don't care at all. They're like, well, whatever. Some people, it really, really hurts them. That's an indication that your love language might be words of affirmation. Uh, Same with gift giving. If someone forgets to give you a gift on your birthday or they only get you presents on like your birthday or holidays or whatever, and when they do, they they aren't super thoughtful, they're just kind of generic, your love language might be gift giving, okay? So you can think about it in the opposite terms as well as the the normal terms that you would expect to see it in. But by now, you should know what your love language is. Come on, like get with it. Another really great way to get to know yourself, right? Knowing your love language. So ask yourself now, with these two primary or primary and secondary love languages, how have you been giving and withholding this from your body? Because If you're working towards having a loving relationship with your body, you have to show it to your body. (laughs) It, It can't just be a feeling that you have rumbling around in your mind. That's not enough for it to become an actual relationship. I can't sit here and have a little crush on somebody and and think good things about them and have that impact this person in any way, shape, or form. It's not going to happen. I can't sit here thinking how much I, I really appreciate and love this person. They would never know. You need, to, you need to show the person that you care. It's the same with, with me and this podcast. I will never know if you enjoy this podcast unless you tell me. <laughs> I will never know how it has impacted you unless you show me somehow that it has. And the way that you do that is through, you know, telling a friend about it, sharing it on Instagram, leaving a review on iTunes. I don't know. You know, like like there's a, a few different ways to do it. It's somewhat limited because of, you know, I don't know how you could do like gift giving or acts of service. I suppose if you reached out and were like, Rebecca, I would just love to, um, you know, do all of your marketing for you because I love your podcast so much. That would be absolutely insane. Um, I would love you forever. But like, that's an example of like acts of service, right? If you want to show your appreciation or your love um, for something in this example, right? But if you just sit there and listen, I'm never going to know that you specifically enjoy this podcast or you specifically have learned something from this podcast. I'm never going to know. The same is true with the relationship with your body. You can't sit there and think positive thoughts about your body and do nothing differently. Your body isn't going to really feel that and you aren't really going to believe it. You know how the more often you do loving things for someone, the more you actually love them. The more you feel that, the deeper those feelings get, the more you show and express and take action showing that love, the more real and tangible it becomes. So you have to do the same thing with your body. You can't sit there and think, I love my body. I appreciate my body. Um, You know, my body helps me do X, Y, Z throughout my day. And I like that. I mean, it's a great first step, but that doesn't build the type of life 
that I want for you. I, I care about you too much to let you just sit in that little space. We're going towards a space of joy, of connection, of peace. If you want to get to that place, you got to do a little more, right? And why wouldn't you want to have a really solid, loving, respectful relationship with a body that like you're stuck with? right? Wouldn't you invest so much into having a good relationship with that body? Like if you had an arranged marriage with somebody, then you couldn't get divorced. Wouldn't you put like all the energy and investment and attention that you could into making that relationship like as great as it could be because it's the only one you get? I would. But somehow we miss this whole concept with our bodies because we think that we can change it. We think that we can control and manipulate our bodies to be exactly what we want them to be. But that's not true. You can't. You can't. And doing that, by the way, isn't going to create a loving relationship because think of it as a relationship with someone else. If you could just change everything about your partner or someday partner, if you could change everything that you didn't like about them, Would that actually make you love them more? Would it make you love them more? If you could wave a magic wand and have all of the things you perceive as flaws go away, this person wouldn't be that person anymore. They would be your ideal version of them. And when you want that out of someone else, what you're actually doing is very selfish. You're not loving them you are loving yourself because you are changing them to fit your preferences. And when you do that with your body, you actually don't end up loving and respecting your body more. You end up feeling like a little gross. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it, but it's a little gross. Like, you know, when someone, you're in a relationship with someone and they just like do everything that you say. They do everything you say. They they change themselves for you. They just want your approval and affection. It's a little bit like, ew, dude, stop it. Like, like be who you are. Like, stand in who you are. Have some confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit like, ew, I don't like that. Just like be your self and I will be myself and you need to grow and change and expand in the ways that you need to, but like, don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. Okay. You get what I'm saying. Same thing with your body. If you just like tweak and change and edit your body to be exactly what you want it to be, you won't respect your body because you're not really respecting your body, are you? You're respecting and appreciating your idea of what your body should be. And that leaves you with this feeling of like something is off. Something isn't right here. Okay, so we want to keep our body the same. We want to respect our body. So we do that through practicing loving our body through these five love languages. So rather than go through every single one, that's a little exhausting. That's something that I do with private clients. That's something that we do as an exercise in the group coaching program, which you are free to apply for either of those if this is interesting to you. But what I'll do for the time being is walk you through what my love languages are and how I show that to my body, okay? Hey, it's Rebecca. If you are wondering what your next step is 
in your journey of body confidence, I've got you covered. I developed a body confidence quiz that places you exactly on your step in the body confidence playbook. So go to bodyconfidencequiz.com right now, take the free quiz and find out which step you are currently on and what you need to do next to grow in your body confidence. That's bodyconfidencequiz.com. Take the free quiz and I'll see you there. So I realized that my love languages now, and they can change over time, right? Everything can change. So don't be too attached to this. And also like ask yourself again, are these really the things that make me feel the most loved and appreciated? I don't know. So my number one love language is actually words of affirmation. And for a long time, I resisted the idea of this because I thought that that meant I was full of myself and I wanted other people to think that I was great. I thought that I wanted external validation for everything that I did. And I had to unpack that a little bit and realize, and this is internalized misogyny too, right? Like it's okay for people to tell me that they recognize the effort, the passion, and the commitment that I have to the things and people in my life. It is okay for people to tell me that I'm doing a good job. The thing about external validation, it's not that it's a bad thing. It only becomes a bad thing when you crave it, when that's the only reason you do things, when without it, you feel like a worthless person. That's when it becomes dangerous. Same with any of these love languages, by the way. If you crave and need quality time, if you can't be alone, that's a problem. That's a that's a bad thing. Like you need to you need to work through that. If you crave gifts, if you crave like someone always needs to be like buying things for you, someone always needs to be showing you through gift giving that like they care about you. Like that's that's also a problem. But words of affirmation was was a hard one to unpack for me and to actually say and realize, no, this is really important to me. I feel so humbled and thankful when someone expresses their appreciation for me or that affirmation that, yes, Rebecca, you are doing good things. You are doing well. Or I see your effort and while things aren't going the way you might want them to right now, I see you doing what you're doing and I want you to know that I support you. So it was words of affirmation. And when words of affirmation is one of your love languages and you struggle with body anxiety and stressing over how you look and what people think of you, it really is difficult because you you latch on to the criticism that you've received. And the voice in your head turns into a criticizing voice. And you constantly, day after day, tell yourself the opposite of what you actually need. You know how earlier I said some people, when, they, when they're criticized, they don't even think about it. They don't even care. So it doesn't impact them as much. Well, when words of affirmation is one of your love languages and you're the one criticizing yourself on repeat, on a loop every day, there's no way you can have self-confidence, body confidence, a loving, flourishing relationship with your body if that is happening. Of course you feel this way. And this was a really big sense of relief for me because I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense. 
It all makes sense now. Like, of course I didn't feel comfortable in who I was. I was giving myself the opposite of the love language I needed. I was being so hard on myself. It's not that I sat around thinking that I was like worthless, but I was just like, "Mm, you can do better. Mm, This isn't good enough. Yeah, you tried, but you could try a little harder. That was the voice that was in my head. It wasn't like, wow, Rebecca, you're useless. I never thought that. But it was more of a like, you're not living up to your potential and you better get on that. Not everyone there thought that you were the most attractive woman at the party. How can you fix that for next time? It was was bad. So now, the way that I give myself and my body words of affirmation is more along the lines of a very fun, lighthearted compliment every once in a while. Like I'll be getting ready and I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'll just be like, "Ah." Like, you look so cute. Like, you just look so cute today. Like, these little hair and, and like, I love the lip color that you chose. And you're just like, oh, you're just so cute. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, freaking, you're a freaking sexy, like, just sex pot woman. Like, look at you. Oh, look at you. Oh. That's what I say to myself now. And it's not like trying to prove anything or trying to, it's never like comparing myself to anyone else, like, or, oh, this person is going to think that, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just like, God, like, look at you. You look great right now. Something like that. Or when I'm exercising and I feel like I can't, you know, can't go anymore or whatever, I kind of just say like, you know what? Hey, you're out here doing something and that counts. You know, you're trying. I see you trying. Body and that counts for something. So if you need to take a little rest, that's okay. We'll see when you're ready to go again because I respect you. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you need to get through this you're weak. This is why you need to exercise more. No, 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 no more of that. So it's little things like that. Um, Showing support to my body and speaking to my body in the third person, like that helps a lot. It helps separate my identity from my body because that is not where it is rooted. Okay. My identity is not rooted in my body. And then my other love language, so that's, that's enough for words of affirmation. My other love language is physical touch and closeness, okay? So physical touch and closeness is often misunderstood as just sex, um, but it's not that. And I know this because, you know, you can have sex with someone and not feel close to them. It's interesting. But you can also feel very close to someone and not be having sex with them, right? It's not just like sexual things. It's, you know, holding hands with someone. It's just kind of like being near them. You know, if you're, if you're both just at the house together, you know, you sit, you sit next to each other, right? Or you just kind of like lean into them a little bit and you just kind of, you know, touch them. Um, And I don't do that with people unless I'm like very close to them, you know, unless I really care about them. I don't, I'm not really touchy-feely. I don't love hugs from strangers or from people I've just met. I mean, I'm trying to be better about that, about like allowing connection in that way. But the way this this shows up for your body, I mean, it's not just through like masturbation, okay? (laughs) That's not even, that's not even part of it, like whatever. Um, But sometimes people are like, how do you do physical touch with yourself? And it's like, not that, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is intentionally being in your body, not dissociating 
or disconnecting yourself with your body, allowing yourself to be present in your body, to feel things in your body. This is more of an embodiment. I know that kind of sounds like this like weird abstract spiritual term, but it's not like, or it doesn't have to be. It's just allowing yourself to be more present and to be connected in your body. Also, you know, a way to, to show that I care about my body and that I love and appreciate my body, I get regular massages. Okay, that's physical touch and closeness for my body. Okay, that's something that I do that has been really great. And when I was coming off of a really bad breakup, like years and years ago, that was something that honestly, like got me through (laughs) some of the some of the loneliness and just separation that I was feeling. Uh, You can also do like baths, okay, and do more like sensory things for your body, like put lotion on your body. Don't be afraid to be connected and present and in your body. And sometimes I'll just start to like like rub my leg. Like I literally right now as I was recording this, I just started to like touch my ankle and kind of rub my ankle a little bit and and touch the the side of my foot. Like <laughs> You know, I just kind of like touch my body a little bit and it's just like, oh, okay, how you doing? Like <laughs> Again, not in like a weird way, just in like a, I'm here, I am present with you and I see you and like everything, everything is okay. You can put your, put your hand on your chest and like breathe deeply a little bit, like touch your chest and hold, like know that like you are here for yourself. That's one way to get into your body when you feel like you're dissociated with your body. And again, all these things, things that I teach clients how to do, one-on-one, group coaching, if that's interesting to you, you can apply for that. Just go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio and you will get all the information about those things. But this is how you show love to your body. You use the love languages and then you can expand from there. Like, if if you have your main love languages, that doesn't mean that you can't practice speaking the other ones. Like I said, I'm working towards being fluent in all the five love languages. Uh, and that takes practice. Like you can't, I think it's funny that people are just like, oh, like I wish that I could do that. Like, that's so cool. I wish, I wish that I could do that. It's like, well, you just try. Like you just practice. You just, you just do it. And then and then that's how you get good at it. Like it, it's, I don't know, you just try. And the first few times that you you do this, it might feel a little weird. Like you might feel like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is not going to work. Or like if you're practicing a new love language on someone else, right? Like I remember the first time I was like oh, trying to be more intentional about words of affirmation. And I was like so tongue-tied. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to say something that's going to make this person feel uncomfortable. I was trying to tell my dad like happy Father's Day and that he was like a really, he's been a really good dad to us. And I really appreciate how he raised us and the the values that he instilled in his children. I thought that he did a really good job. And I was trying to express this and I just felt so awkward. I was like, oh my God, this is the most painful thing that I've ever done. Like what? But, you know, he he was so, you know, 
blessed by hearing that. And he was like teary-eyed and whatever. And so it's just like, see, this is why you do it. It's not about you. It's it's about them. And it's like, if this is a true thing that you want them to know, again, they're not going to know this until you say it. Like my dad isn't going to know that his daughter, Rebecca, thinks that he did a really great job raising them just by me sitting around thinking that. No, like <laughs> you got to say it. <sighs> and it's really hard for, so I'm a Scorpio right? If you've been around, you know, I'm a Scorpio and Scorpios are so secretive when it comes to their emotions, when it comes to how they feel, like when it comes to being vulnerable. We hate it. We don't like it. But over the past, like, I don't know, eight years or so, seven maybe, I really tried to break some of these habits that just makes it hard for me to connect with people because I realized it's more important to be known and to have these connections than to feel this like false sense of safety or control over like, you know, how people see me. It's like, oh, well, if people don't think that I care, then they won't know that they can hurt me. <laughs> it's all just a defense mechanism, but we don't need it. Okay. So that is how you start to practically love your body using the five love languages. Okay. So that's how you can show your body that you care, show your body that you appreciate it, figure out what your love language is, practice some other ones. That's what I have for you for this episode. So thanks for sticking with me. I hope you feel encouraged. I hope you feel like this, this is a tangible thing that you can do and try. And I hope you drink some water, stay hydrated out there, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you and I will see you again in another episode.